So 2020, what were you planning? Who were you with when this all happened? How did you think the next year would look like? A lot has happened these past 365 days. A few things that you already know but maybe have forgotten, you are not the same person you were a year ago. You have navigated the most unprecedented thing in the last 100 years. And you might be feeling that the future is finally looking up. Let's dive into how we survived 2020 with Annalyn, Evan, Ray, and Cammie. All right. Welcome everyone to Let's Chat. We are talking about 2020 and we're on Zoom. So it works. Um, before we get into our conversation today, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to do some overrated, underrated again, um, something we've been doing the past few times uh, we talked. So since we're talking about 2020, um, let's go with Tiger King, overrated or underrated? Oh, man, I, I guess I'll, I'll go first with that one. Um, I love Tiger King. I thought it was a hysterical show, um, but I definitely think it was overrated. Um, I mean, the, the, the Tiger King trends went on well through Halloween. I mean, I want to dress up as um, Joe Exotic for Halloween. There just were nowhere to go, you know. Um, the memes that poured from it were fantastic, uh, but I definitely was, thought it was one of those shows that was blown up out of proportion, but it was great. Uh, definitely overrated. I think it did well. I think it was something for people to focus on and laugh about. Um, and I hate to admit that I watched it twice all the way through, but um, definitely blown up bigger than it should have been. But I think it served a purpose, so I'm not I, mad at it. Why'd you watch it twice? Because I watched it with my roommates because I couldn't avoid it. And it's like, you just get sucked in when you just hear something crazy. You're like, what? And then with my like friends who live far away, they wanted to try Netflix party because that was like new a year ago. So they wanted to watch Tiger King. So I watched it twice. I'm sorry to hear. Just I, didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, but you guys both said it was overrated. So but it was also great. Yeah. 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 Great, but overrated. Is what that's, it a, is. that's an Evan opinion right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I mean, any, anything on, I don't know what that means. on Tiger King? I'm going to have to agree. I think it was surprisingly overrated in that, like, it would usually only, I think, catch on with, like, a specific group of people. But instead, it caught on with everyone just because I feel like, I agree with Annalyn, like we needed something to laugh at and like latch on to as a culture, I feel like for a little while. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was a strange show, but it was some good times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This series, we are talking about 2020, like I said, really looking back beyond the Netflix shows, uh, Tiger King, Outer Banks, whatever, uh, and really at some of what God has done, because uh, I think it would be really easy for us to just move on from 2020, like it's 2021 now, everything's supposed to be better, and so on, but I really think, um, you know, taking this time for us to look back could be helpful uh, as a community. So today, I want to talk about uh, just what 2020 really forced us to eliminate in our lives. So it feels like, I mean, there were some things we had no choice, like 2020 was a year of a lot of loss, whether it was loved ones, a job, relationships, uh, but there was also things that, um, you know, we really just had to choose to let go of and eliminate because 
of some of the refining that happened and just the difficulty of our circumstances. So if you're thinking about something that you had to eliminate in 2020, what comes to mind? I really think the idea of comfortability and my, like what I thought comfortability was and meant because a lot of things that happened throughout the year of 2020, uh, force everyone into a posture of uncomfortability, right? And so a lot of people had to eliminate or change what was comfortable for them, right? And, um, and, that, and that's really shaped how I've gone into 2021 because a lot of the, the, the uncomfortability-ness, if that's a word, uh, flowed <laughs> right into 2021, you know? Mm -hmm. and, it, and it escalated as the year uh, was coming to a close. Um, and so a lot of that, that high point of un uncomfortability and what it, and comfortability just went right in and it's still, a lot of it's still prevalent and, uh, present in 2021. I know for my life, especially like I went into 2020 without a job and I was without a job for a while. And it was, it's so comfortable living without a job. I mean, I had a savings, you know, that I could kind of rely on to keep me afloat for a while. And it was, it's just easier, you know? Um, but like, I had to find that I had to find, I had to find a source of income, you know, I had to get a mm -hmm. job and like forcing to eliminate that limit limit or that level of comfortability to, you know, get my life going back. Yeah. It was more comfortable, but like the uncomfortable was beneficial in that aspect. And so I think uh, in terms of like, like eliminating that level of comfortability is beneficial. And that's kind of, for me, what it's paved the right way for. It's kind of like everything was, everything was so uncomfortable. Like there was mm -hmm. really no way around it that mm -hmm. at some point you just had to kind of lean into it mm -hmm. and like really just embrace it. Yeah. You had to embrace the suck, man. Yeah. It sucked a lot. Yeah. Hashtag embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. I think for me, it was really eliminating my attachment to expectations. Like everything that I thought was going to happen didn't. And that's a, something that has continued into 2021. And so just kind of um, like lessening the importance that I put on my plans and increasing the importance of how I'm with listening and allowing God to direct my steps. Kind of just um, a summary of both, like mainly with my plans. That's what I was going to say. I had um, bachelorettes and weddings to go to and dresses to buy and uh, flights to catch. And that was completely out the window. And I lost all security and I lost all comfortability in my routine. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that next session and um, during service. But it was just, we all kind of just had to adjust and just release it all, which I'm still struggling with in 2021. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that was definitely, I mean, same here. Like I felt a lot of that, just like having to lean into the discomfort, like things not really not going my way. And like, I wasn't used to that going into the year, honestly, like things were kind of going my way in life like prior to the world shutting down and as everything started to not go my way and it all kind of fell apart like I was a mess and 
at, at some point in 2020, I was like, why is this happening? But like, the reality is like, I was so uh, attached to my circumstances. And like, I mean, one scripture I found really uh, comforting was Paul when he writes uh, from prison that in order or about the thorn in the flesh, I'm going to read it. I have it in front of me. First Corinthians 12, uh, or excuse me, second Corinthians 12, seven through 10. Paul says, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So it was like, again, Paul's in a Roman prison. He's got this thorn in his flesh, which I think was like a physical ailment. Like I read it was either epilepsy or, or something people guessed. Um, and we were kind of all in that. We had these circumstances that we couldn't shake and things weren't going our way. And then Paul says, um, you know, that Christ comes to him and said that his power is made perfect in weakness. So is that is that something you guys discovered at all? Was like God really showing up and his power being made clear through the difficulty of 2020? And what did it look like? I think yeah, yeah. that's something. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, Annalyn. Um, I consider myself like a hopeful person, but I also empathize with Paul in ways where my circumstances in life hasn't been the easiest. They've been very crazy and out there but I think immediately God gave me the eyes to see that what he was doing um in the church is was super beneficial um I saw it as a way for relationships to be deepened in ways that they wouldn't with regular church attendance and I saw it as a way to challenge your home and challenge your relationships to become stronger and be um, intimate in your private time with the word and your private time with God and prayer and bible reading um and I saw God just move. Like I definitely had plans to date someone at the time and um, get a certain type of job. But when those weren't options for me and I felt lost, I saw God just like come through within a few weeks <clears throat> and be like, this is what I have for you in this moment. And um, it was probably more life-giving than the plans that I had for myself. And that, that's so cheesy, but it's real. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was great. What like Annalyn said, um, and everything, uh, in my life, I have definitely seen like God show up despite this. Um, like I, I mentioned that, uh, I, um, I had, you know, I got a job in, in about June ish. Um, and it was really a filler job. Um, and I really didn't like it. Um, it was really, it was really boring for me. It wasn't challenging. And, um, uh, it was a job, a job I didn't like, but a job I needed. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I, I'm confident to say that like God opened that door for me, but, um, like going, like going down the road, uh, I, I eventually got a new job at a different place in, in December and, um, like being patient with this job, um, like God, God opened up this door for me and the job I have now has opened up so many more doors for me in terms of like what I want to do in career and, um, and, and like ministry wise. And without that, you know, without, I, I, I felt like I had to go through like the boring, the, the monotonous job, you know, to really appreciate this one. Right. And this is a job that I never actually expected to, to get, he really opened the doors for me. 
in, in those regards. And so, yeah, yeah. I've seen God, God move throughout the season and like, you know, you know, what Paul was saying was really like applicable to that like circumstance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I think is, is crazy about it is when we're coming from that place of weakness and like difficult circumstances, it's like, it's a lot harder to give ourselves any credit. Mm -hmm. And we're able to sit here and be like, God did this in 2020 mm -hmm. um, because we were just, it was, everything was so far out of our control. And the cool, mm -hmm. cool thing about it is, is like, even if things do end up falling apart down the road, it's like, we wouldn't, we don't cling so tightly to it anymore. We're not, mm -hmm. we're not so broken yeah. down by it because again, it was never us in the first place. So I think it's when we're coming from that place of weakness, Paul with the thorn in his flesh, again, just like, God, show up, do your thing. You know, when he, when I am weak, um, you know, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's because of Christ. So, Cami, right. did you have any, any last thoughts on that? Yeah, I really do resonate with that message this year because I feel like I really realized that the measure of my strength is how much I allow God to work in my weakness. And it started off with so many decisions for me, like, oh, what college are you going to go to? What major path? Like, let's talk career, you know? And I was like, I don't know how to make long-term decisions when everything is so uncertain. And I just felt really like just this whole social aspect of my life had changed. And I just felt really, really weak. And, um, but I, it took me to a place where I couldn't rely on my own understanding at all because I realized that I had none. Like it took me to these closed doors where I had to ask God, like, okay, where do you want me to walk now? And in hindsight, I'm actually grateful that it led me to that point because I might've tried to lean on my own understanding more so if I hadn't been forced into that position and tried to like take matters into my own hands instead of really getting to a place where I couldn't and allowing God to take over completely and having no choice but to surrender to him i love that um and i love how you talk about just like having no choice but to surrender to god because i know for me in 2020 when i came across that that scripture with paul and like he's talking about power made perfect in weakness like there's a part of me that's like okay but how like what's what's the practical side of this because that's right. just how, how i think yeah um and eventually you know i was talking to charles and he threw um the verses at me from Jesus in Matthew 11, where he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And it's at that point that I was like, okay, like to find peace that kind of transcends what my circumstances look like, it requires a walk with Jesus. And like, honestly, for a good chunk of 2020, that wasn't the case for me. I was more so mm -hmm. clinging to control. Like, I was the guy that tried to start like a hand sanitizer business when it was like <laughs> I, the thing everybody was looking for. Like I was just doing everything I can to keep moving, to keep hustling. But then like, I think about how Jesus invites us, come to him. Like, you know, his, his burden is easy. Um, and it's like when we, when we figure that out and we start walking like, like Jesus did at his pace and with his rhythm. And there's so much we could say about that, like everything that he modeled for us, but um, it's in that that we really find peace that's beyond our circumstances. And I think that's where the strength is. 100%. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Let's Chat. We hope it was helpful for you as we navigate a new year together. If you want to dive deeper into these conversations, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. in Anaheim, California. 
Get all that information on our social media at ethos underscore ECC or eastside.com slash young adults. We'll see you next week.